Yo, listen up. Here's a podcast worth a hit. Talking shit with a yank and a Brit. That's legit. We're breaking boundaries, making waves with our chat, bringing laughter, insights, and a dose of sass just like that. <laughs> I hated that. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I'm not going to have a rap career anytime soon. I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, Thanks. I think you, you could be the next. Uh... Lord Hill. Yep, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Please don't kill me Definitely. for saying that. I did not mean it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a spicy intro. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you for showing us your rap talents. I mean, I feel like I can do gin and juice very much okay, but still very Mm -hmm. much white woman. Yeah, (laughs) it's quite white when you do it. I try to not be, but... You're white, so... I can't help it. Can't help it. Um, In case it wasn't clear by the intro, this is talking shit with the ink and a Brit. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming back. Welcome if you're new. If you are new, please come back. I promise I won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, if you're liking what you hear week in, week out, it would be marvellous if you could, you know, give the pod a little follow, click the download button or the subscribe button, give us a review and a rating because it really helps spread the word and Get this wonderful, topical, marvellous bonanza out to people far and wide. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I think just think about if you're enjoying it, it would be like a really kind thing for you to share that love. Yeah. Share it would make It would make us feel so good. Yep. Where's the love? <laughs> That's a good song. So how are you? I am good. I'm quite tired. Hungover. Mm-hmm. So apologies if I can't speak because my brain isn't working. You know, compliments to you for like still looking gorgeous. Well, thank despite you so much. Fuck you, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> looking quite uh well just gorgeous. Rough mate, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Got that post-alcohol rosy face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it works. If if I could look rough like that, I would be happy. But my rough is, um, like, if I were lit on fire, Mm. rolled in garbage, run over by a truck, and then ultimately tarred and feathered, (laughs) that is me. And that's, like, just kind of a general day mm. like if I were hung over then you would think I was like I don't know not Nosferatu <laughs> <laughs> can confirm so it sounds like you had a good weekend though yeah it's good how was yours well let's see I uh ran a marathon and oh, wow. then I volunteered immediately after feeding um, children who are hungry. And then I um, quickly 
and developed a cure for um, male pattern baldness. Oh. And finally, just like, you know, went on a cruise. Just relax. Pretty chill then. Yeah. Just yeah. a chill, chill one for me. Mm. <laughs> it was fine. I didn't do anything because I'm lame. I had to do some work yesterday. And then, um, you know, we got kind of a poorly cat and I had to take care of her. Oh, little Lucy. Yeah. But she's doing okay, I think. Well, we don't know. Good. But fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I've got my fingers and toes crossed for you. Well, I went to a play on Friday night. Ooh, say more. It was, really, it was really good. It's called The Pillow Man. And it's got Lily Hot. Allen in it. Nice. And some other people. I can't remember their names. Just Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You'd recognize them from like, well, you might not actually, because they're in like British shows. Hmm. Uh, but very funny, very dark, but clever. Mm. Um, but I think you have to have a certain sense of humour to like it because quite a few people left during the interview. <gasps> Not quite a few, but some people sort of sitting around us left. Um, so it sounds super up my alley then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have loved it. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's really good fun. Nice to go up to London, though it was boiling hot. Mm. And, and smelly, as we've decided. Yeah, it was smelly in the air. Tastes horrible. <laughs> um, Is that a fart? <laughs> it's the fart, fart like of a, fart. a million people. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, actually, though, because we got off at Charing Cross, right? Mm-hmm. And as you come out Charing Cross, there's Coots Bank. <laughs> Never noticed Coots Bank. <laughs> it is not called Coots Bank. It is. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. C O U double T. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> and it's basically, it's it's a it's a bank for rich people. Essentially, mm-hmm. you have I think you have to have like one point five million to bank there, and you have to have like three million in assets. Oh, easy. I could bank at all mm. of the locations. Then. Yep. <laughs> And uh, outside, ironically, were a couple of homeless people sleeping outside mm-hmm. this bank. Mm-hmm. And then we walked sort of past and, and down and round towards the side of the building. And there's a food bank there for people in need of, of food. <laughs> I just thought, <laughs> isn't this the most ironic fucking thing you've ever yeah. seen in your life? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's crazy. Um, that, that's the world we live in, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like been to London so many times. I don't think I've ever really noticed any home, homeless or transient people, but there are several cities where there are many, including where I live. And then where I went to college, there were a lot. And it took a long time for me to like not just give them all my money. Yeah. <laughs> and not that I have any problem with doing that. It's just more like I... I actually need this money too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, I do home, but I'm also quite poor. So. <laughs> yeah. But it's sad. It is a big problem in our country. And I know we're not the only country with probably a significant homeless pop- population, but it is ironic. You know, we're just having a nap outside the rich people bank and yeah. food shelf around the corner. and Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I hear it's really bad in America, actually, in like. LA and yeah. San Francisco and places mm-hmm. like that. 
Yeah, it is. But isn't think... it in some states it's illegal to be homeless? They can't help it, mate. Mm, yeah, I think it's so. It's not like straight up. I'm pretty sure there I, there could very well be like Texas could very well have a law that's just like you can't be homeless. But I think it's mm. more like indirectly, like things that homeless people do or experience they criminalize so yeah. that they can in in effect it is criminalizing homelessness just like yeah. you know you could say that law isn't racist but when you apply it it actually is you know yeah i get you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things are great <laughs> as we i'm really well over there yep and each it. time <laughs> crushing it <laughs> All right, so play, um, obviously had some drinks at some point, and you, I think you said you did some paddleboarding, which is fun. I love paddleboarding. How did yeah. you do? Pretty good. You good at it? Pretty fun. Great. Didn't fall in, so that's Great. a bonus. Yeah, that was fun. So I like this little river loop. Mm. Uh, we had a good chin wag and paddled mm. around on the boards, you know? Fun. I had major FOMO when you told me you were doing that, so. Yeah, I would say you should, yeah, you should do it when you come over, but it'll probably be really chilly by then. We'll do it sometime when it's nice, or if you yeah. come here when it's nice, because we yeah. can just go down to the lake and rent some. That'd be fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, let's And do so that. good for you. Good for the really core. It. Yeah. <laughs> it really hurts my feet. Nothing else really hurts but my feet. I think I'm just like super. Is like, it because you were like gripping them with yeah, your toes just, like, so hard? And balancing. <laughs> my feet really hurt. I need to work on strengthening my feet. I don't know. Did you wear like shoes? Water yeah, I've got like little water shoes. Hmm. Um, Maybe do it without the water shoes. Yeah. Or like set them on in front of you. Maybe. So you yeah. have them. But if I fall off, then they're going in. Well, but if they're water shoes, it's okay. They should float. Oh, that's true. Good thinking. I don't know. I'm just trying to problem solve for you. Maybe cut off your feet. Just be stumps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have quite an agenda today. I'm just looking at it again. Oh, we do, yeah. Why don't you start with the the updates? Yes. And the stories. So I meant to tell this last week. There's a couple, actually, but we completely forgot and got completely sidetracked by all the other hilarity that ensued. <laughs> as, as we do. As we do. But yeah, so um, obviously my mum listened, well, not obviously, but my mum listened to our podcast where we talked about cults and Scientology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on the phone to her and she was like, oh, did you know that I nearly got involved with Scientology? And I was like, what? <laughs> Tell me everything so actually took notes <laughs> I didn't it's want to miss it. very academic of you <laughs> it starts with mum involved in Scientology <laughs> so got it <laughs> so when I was about seven or eight we moved from Sutton which is was in Surrey at the time but it's now in like greater London and we moved to East Grinstead, which is where mm-hmm. the UK Scientology HQ is. And so she basically, she was shopping in East Grinstead one day. And they've got a shop there, um, or like an office on the high street, mm, or they okay. used to. I don't know if they do now. And obviously they have the Scientologist standing outside with clipboards asking people to do the personality 
test. Ask me to... about our cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, they play it as, do you want to do like a quiz on your personality and you'll find out loads of cool stuff and then we can give you some like stuff to help you out in your life and help you develop and grow. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So she started speaking to them. Um, they asked about her life. And at the time, mum was going through sort of a bit of transition because we just moved away from where she grew up and all her friends mm-hmm. to like a completely new area and she'd she had you as a daughter job. yeah exactly <laughs> given up her job and so she was a bit you know in this area of not really sure what's going on and feeling a bit unsure so they asked her to do the questionnaire um and it can give you like guidance and stuff like that so she did it Then I think like a few days later, they phoned her back and said that the answers that you'd given show that you could benefit from some sort of therapies and stuff that that we offer. (laughs) So you should come to the HQ. Oh, and they'd also given her the um, the book, the Dianetics book. Is that what it is? Let me just check. Dianetics. Oh, yeah, it is. Good job. Yeah. So it's a Dianetics book by L. Ron Hubbard, who is... From 1950. Yeah. (laughs) And he's the founder of Scientology. So they gave her that book. And at the time, she'd sort of been meditating and was like looking into Buddhism and stuff like that. So this seemed quite exciting because it was all kind of, you know, self-helpy, orientated and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. A community too. I could see if she felt like she didn't have a network there, like this would be a way to develop it. That's how they get you. Exactly. So she went along to the HQ um, and she said it's like a really weird place. It's like a modern castle, like it's huge. Um, but she said it's very strange. There's like a fizzing energy there, like when you go inside, it's very weird. And there's like people walking around in like uniforms with like chains on and stuff, which are like, I can think, you know, the Sea Org uniforms. So in my story, I'll talk about that too, but Sean's mom compared them to like, they kind of look like flight attendants a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what they look like. So she made an appointment, went to the appointment and she's sitting in this big lobby hall. And so the lady that was doing her appointment was 20 minutes late, which she thought was weird because she was like, you're meant to be improving my life. Yeah, you (laughs) asked me here. You're meant to be improving my life and you're 20 minutes late. And she said the woman, the first thing the woman said to her was, oh, my God, you look amazing. I wish I was you. And mum was like, that was an immediate red flag because. Good. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, well, again, you're meant to be telling me how wonderful Mm -hmm. your life is and how Mm -hmm. Scientology can improve your life. And yeah, this woman was like, I wish I was you. Bizarre. She was like, okay. I suppose that would work on some people, though. Yeah, maybe. Like really insecure people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad your mom saw through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this woman said that you basically what you do for the first sort of appointment is you go into a session with someone who's also starting out in Scientology, um, and you ask each other questions to basically learn about each other and disclose information about your life and where you can need improvement and things like Mm -hmm. that but she said but we don't have the questionnaire with us today so what you're going to need to do is book another appointment and that'll be another 50 quid um so I was like okay weird um 
but all right. And she says you sort of get like drawn into it, if you know what I mean. Like they're very obviously persuasive and just say like this is how it is and that's what you need to do. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll I'll do that and wrote her a check for the 50 quid. They also then had a family fun day. So we went as a family to the HQ. I've been there. (laughs) Do not remember this. You blocked it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean it was probably just another day out for me as a kid. I didn't realise where we were. Um but apparently my dad wasn't very happy about it. He's like, you just brought us all the Scientology. Okay, cool. <laughs> but she said she started looking into it because obviously that woman gave her the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said at the time, obviously, the internet wasn't really around. So she went to the library and was <laughs> trying to do some research on them. <laughs> I mean, bless her. She really was dedicated. And that's what you had to do, I guess. Yeah. Thank God she fucking did. Mm-hmm. So she started looking into it, went to the library, did some research, um, was reading some books about Scientology and couldn't really get much information about it because obviously it hadn't really been exposed back yeah. then. Because this would have been what, the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. But she did find a couple of books and she said there was, she couldn't find anything good about it. And there were like mentions of coercive control and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she ended up cancelling the appointment, cancelled the check that she wrote for them, um, and got the fuck out of there, basically. Deuces. So, yeah, had my mum not been as switched on as she is, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. could have been a Scientology family by now. Pivotal moment in her life mm. where things could have looked a lot different. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and she also mentioned that, so East Grinston Forest Row, so Forest Row is like a little village sort of out, just outside of uh, East Grinstead, apparently has one of the biggest mixes of religious groups and cults anywhere in the world for that small area. So that's interesting. Why? Tax purposes? <laughs> well, um in Forest Row, there's it's 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 a very spiritual, kind of hippie village, mm-hmm. very okay. holistic, and mm-hmm. it's a really cool place actually. Hmm. Um, apart from all the cults, obviously. Um, <laughs> should, so when we come over and we go like by the Scientology, should we go there too and see if anybody is trying to put us in a cult and see yeah, if we, we should, fall for yeah. it? <laughs> I love okay. Forest Row. I'd love to live there. <laughs> it's a really cool place, but apparently it's where loads of ley lines meet and. Lots of stuff like that. So ley lines. Um, yeah, so ley lines are lines in the earth. I'm gonna get up a description because I'm oh, okay. So we're talking about kind of like a a thing of nature that maybe people put a lot of like power and spirituality into. Yeah, so they're ancient straight lines in the landscape, which are believed to have spiritual significance. Mm, okay, basically. Um, no, never heard of that. Yeah, no. so they have, there's loads, like all the ley lines that come through England mm-hmm. meet in Glastonbury. So that's why oh. Glastonbury's a very sort of spiritual And that's kind place. of near Stonehenge too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Stonehenge is all part of it. And obviously the Glastonbury Tor, which is the big tower on top of like, there's like a spirally hill. Oh. That's apparently built right on top of where all the ley lines meet. Was that intentional? Apparently so, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Didn't know that. So, yeah, could have been in a cult. 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like they must have, I mean, they, they stop everybody. So chances are they're going to probably like get lucky sometimes, but like mm. how do they have a sense of when people are like vulnerable or like just kind of more open? Because like you said, your mom was in a period of transition she thought maybe she was kind of like needing something and it's just like they I feel like they clock onto that so yes you're right that Mm -hmm. your mom is a smart lady and was able to pick up on that as soon as she kind of got into it you know Mm -hmm. um because I do feel like again that's not what a lot of people do particularly if they're vulnerable um I know we talked last time about like you know people who don't have any friends are kind of isolated maybe feeling insecure, low self-esteem, yeah, and, like, need a sense of community. That's how they draw people in, so good for them. I imagine what they do. So I've, I've been approached by them in Brighton before, and they're kind of just very salesman-like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But very bubbly and kind of charismatic, mm-hmm. and they want, you know, you to do this personality quiz. It's going to be amazing. You're going to find mm-hmm. out all this stuff about you, and then probably within that quiz, that helps them establish whether people are vulnerable yeah or... the type of per- oh <laughs> so they do it and it's like something they don't want and they're just like eh, you're kind of an idiot here you go bye <laughs> yeah. <Hi> then <laughs> interesting I, I I feel like I would be inclined like especially now that I know this and this is their mo if that ever ha- I would be like yeah and then I would like just like totally fuck with the, the my answers you know yeah <laughs> should we go and do it when you come over yeah I think we should it'd be interesting so I'm up for it and then we might get invited to the HQ. We can have a oh nose about. God, and then we should go. And then if we end up in like, if we end up in a room with someone who's Tom Cruise. supposedly new, well, maybe. <laughs> but you know, if we have to go sit in a room with someone who's also like joining, first of all, I'd wonder if that person's a plant. But second of all, I would also just be like, "What's your shoe size? <laughs> What's your favorite yeah. food? What don't you like about me?" <laughs> <laughs> just real random questions. That'd be great. Oh yeah, be funny. Um, so just a quick one. Um, I heard my mother-in-law shared a quick story with me about her own experience. Um, Debbie. She said it was like, yep, yeah, good old Debbie. Uh, like I think she said it was maybe a decade or thirteen years ago with um her then partner. He apparently um part of his job was delivering stuff to Scientology like I think he delivered things and so he had to go there sometimes and he invited her along and I just it makes me laugh because I can see him saying this to her but I also could very much see someone saying this to me where he's like okay we're gonna go inside do not laugh (laughs) (laughs) and I was like yeah I bet it would be hard not to and so she like she's like okay and she said she walked in and was looking around and it was really beautiful and I guess I would expect that because they probably spent a fuck ton of money to make it look that way but she saw there was like this wall that had like all this imagery on it of this symbol Mm. and the placard below it said like measuring god like this is how we measure god and apparently (laughs) that just like cracked her shit up and her partner was like stop and she was trying to describe the symbol to me. So I just like kind of Googled it to see if I could get it. Cause she was like, it's like a crossbow or like a, mm. like a yeah, violin, but like an elect. Yeah. This is this. I think she said she thinks that's what it was yeah. or something like that. And it's like how they measure, they use that to measure God. I don't know. Um, but she said also just like the people were weird there. They were all wearing 
flight attendant like uniforms or pilot uniforms and they all kind of had these weird smiles on their face and that's when I was like they're like this help me help me (laughs) they're screaming with their eyes yeah she didn't mention like the buzzing or the vibrations in the air just like the air kind of fizzling and it makes me that makes me wonder if they like have something that manufactures that so it feels Mm. like when you walk in there's some sort of energy but it's fake yeah maybe Mm. crazy I can't wait to go (laughs) (laughs) we will describe our adventures afterwards but if you don't hear from us following that that's because we are now in Scientology yeah please come rescue us (laughs) yeah more stories out there send send them in i feel like it's probably more likely coming from you know the folks in britain or maybe other countries because yeah. i i don't even know where the big ones are here but i'm guessing probably the big cities in new york yeah la baby chicago i don't fucking know i don't think there's one here in minnesota there might be correct me if i'm wrong folks it's probably little ones I'll, I'll go find it if there is We have an update, an email update. Ooh. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's from our friend who wrote a while back about her evil stepmother. Ah, I remember. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to just, let's let's see, because I haven't really fully read it yet. Hello again, you beautiful creatures. Thought you would enjoy an update on my horrid, soon-to-be monster-in-law. So last week, my fiance had lunch with their father. And during this lunch with me and her situation was brought up. Basically, she made me out to be the bad person on Christmas to anyone she has spoken to, saying she had asked me a harmless question to entertain the kiddos. That is not what happened. She never asked me to do anything, but continually demanded I do things. Parenthetical. Not even my own mother does that, as I am a grown-ass woman. (laughs) And when she had me in earshot, she'd make rude comments about me and also say awful and hateful things about minorities, women who have been sexually assaulted and people in the lgbtq plus community wow, she, she sounds like a class a cunt hey 100 um our writer says i'm a vocal supporter of all these groups and fit into at least one of those categories i feel like probably a lot of people do mm. my fiance's father stated that she had just asked me a question and didn't understand why that had made me so upset and then asked my fiance if I started drinking problematically and that's why I was acting that way. (sighs) Parenthetical. I literally had one glass of wine when they were still there compared to the cunts almost two bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, my fiance stuck up for me stating that that was not what happened and and she purposely does and says shit to and around me to try to make me and my reaction to her look bad while she continues in her mind to look like a great person. His father sat silent and neither confirmed nor denied what my fiancé said. But apparently the look on his face was all my fiancé needed to know that his father knew what was up. Eventually his father stated that, as things are right now, she does not want to come to the wedding, which my fiancé replied with, as it is now, we don't want her there. Yay! Yay! Whoop, whoop, whoop. Problem solved. Yeah. Hopefully. All right, there's a little more. Mm-hmm. Flash forward to the weekend. While chatting with fiance's brother, and he mentioned to me that their father and the stepmonster called him after the lunch date and actively tried to get brother to talk shit about me to them. He told me they kept asking things along the lines of, what do you actually think about her? He told them that he thinks I'm a wonderful person who he and his girlfriend love hanging out with and that he is so excited for me to be an official member of the family and 
According to him, when he said this, he could hear the cunt audibly huffing and storming off. And then the phone call concluded after. Wow. While the, with the 4th of July or happy treason day, you ungrateful colonists. Coming up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Fiance's sister is planning to come visit, and there is most likely going to be a get-together at the parents' home. I have told my fiancé that I will not be attending if Stepmonster will be there, but we shall see how that actually ends up, as I do not, I do want to see sister and kiddos. Who knows? Perhaps I'll have more stories by the end of next week for you. Ooh, yes. Ooh, yeah. Send us more if you have them. Oh, yeah. Sorry about all the parentheses. Most of my thoughts come with bonus content. Now that's how I write. I dig it. <laughs> so wow. Okay. She sounds... Like a psychopath. <laughs> Genuinely. Like, yeah. who are the adults in this situation? No shit. Well, they all are, but, like, they're also parents, too. Yeah. So, like... Like, ringing up the brother to, like, actively yeah. try and get them to, to say shit about them. I mean, come on, that's high school behavior. It is. The only thing that would have made it better slash worse is if they had done some sort of, like, three-way call. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm listening, guys. I can hear every word you're saying. <laughs> no shit. Uh, well, I'm happy oh, okay. to hear that she is kind of uninvited herself from the wedding, though it sounds like that also means maybe father-in-law is not going to join, which is too bad. But I also feel like he's maybe picked his side. So Yeah, it sounds like it. I know if he's important, but like if he's being that way and engaging in the shit she's pulling, then maybe no harm done there if he doesn't mm. come to... Still a lot I mean, of drama, though. Once she gets, you know, ostracized from the rest of the family, then she's probably going to direct her hate towards him. So, yeah, feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've made your bed, mate. Now you got to lie in it. Totally. And also, you're not in high school anymore. Grow up. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations on... Her not coming to the wedding. I mean, I, <laughs> I can imagine her turning around like the week before the wedding and being like, I wasn't invited. Yeah. Yep. Or somehow like using that as a reason to continue to be a bitch. Yeah. Too. Like, you didn't oh, yeah. invite me. She'll to use wedding. it as ammo. Or, you know, I guess this could maybe isn't a bad thing, but like, probably will just no longer be invited to their home, which I didn't want to go anyways. Yeah. <laughs> What a uh, shame. It still is a shitty comp- situation, though, because it's, you know, fiance's dad. And, mm. like, it's just, that's always hard. It's like the one birthday, am I the asshole, where the yeah. person didn't want to be with his family, but he still went. And mm. anyway. um, Yeah, keep us updated on anything that changes. I mean, the fourth was last week, so I expect some emails. Yeah, give us some more updates. We love hearing from you. Ow! Anybody else got family drama they want right on the air and uh, have some commentary on? Send it in. <laughs> it's a safe place. Do you want to play another game? Yes. Okay. So. We had fun last time with the song game. We did. And I look forward to the day I can really fail at that. Yeah, I'm building <laughs> but a I, Good. Because uh, I think it's fun to just suck at stuff live. <laughs> <laughs> and where everybody can see it. Um, so I came across a TikTok a long time ago called the 
702 firm. Um, and I think just because I, you know, am of the legal field and used to practice law, uh, I enjoyed this. Like they basically have one of the lawyers in the firm turn lyrics from a song into legalese, so to speak. Uh, I really think it's more just like, I'm going to, I'm going to change the words to reflect the meaning, but it's going to sound a little more complicated than the actual lyrics. And then yep. people have to try to figure out what the song is. Okay, great. Yep. And so I just, to give them credit, I use the ones that they did. Um, so it's 7, 702 firm on TikTok. But then I also, if you like it, I created two of my own because it's kind of hard actually. Fantastic. <laughs> so if you're up for it, I'll yes. make you some. Okay. Let's play. So I have to guess what the song is, right? You have to guess what the song is, yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm ready. First one. I personally require a male protagonist. This person must arrive, however, before the subsequent dawn. The prerequisite for this person are as follows. Physical prowess, extraordinary speed, and recent return from a prior physical altercation. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> Break it down. I personally require a male protagonist. Okay, so a man. Which? Before dawn. Or? In the morning. Well, before the morning, right? So at night, I guess. At night. Okay, yeah. But going back to the first part, I personally require, what does that mean? I need a male protagonist. I need a man. So if it's a male protagonist means like the good guy. So God, I need a, <laughs> no, this is hard. I know it is. Cause I, when I watched these, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> but so, so I need a good man or a mm-hmm. good guy. Yeah. You're getting there. Another word for a good guy. Maybe someone who saves the day. A hero. I need a hero. Ding, ding, ding. Till the morning light. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, end of the night. He's got to be strong. He's got to be fast. Gotta, gotta be, be fresh from the fight. Yep, that's it. It's larger okay. than life. That's another misheard lyric. That... <laughs> oh, really? Well, I think that is another part of the song. Oh, so it? I think you're good. Yeah. Okay, good, good. But <laughs> recently returned from a prior physical altercation. <laughs> All right, so now you've kind of got it down. You have to, like, take okay. it by piece, yep, right? Right, Okay. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. So this one might be easier, maybe not. Okay. Permission is granted heretofore to gyrate rhythmically of your own volition while concurrently departing from your so-called colleagues. Indeed, these acquaintances refuse to gyrate rhythmically. <laughs> Sorry. And in doing so, compel me to disavow them as associates of my own good luck. Oh, God. Okay. Read it to me again. Break it down. Okay. Permission is granted heretofore to gyrate rhythmically of your own volition while concurrently departing from your so-called colleagues. Okay. So I'm allowed to dance once I leave work. So close. <laughs> of your own volition? So... <laughs> I don't know. Permission is granted, which means basically someone is telling you that 
someone is telling me that I am allowed to shake my booty. <laughs> you look so excited. <laughs> so, second part then. Keep that kind of in your mind, okay? Yeah. Indeed, these acquaintances refuse to gyrate rhythmically. So my friends don't want to shake their booty to shake. Put it all together just for saying out loud. <laughs> so someone's told me that I'm allowed to shake it. Or in other words, dance, right? To dance. <laughs> someone's told me but... that I'm allowed to dance, but my friends don't want to dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, fuck. Because your friends don't want to dance, in doing so, compel me to disavow them as associates. What the fuck does disavow mean? Uh, basically, like, reject. Okay. All I can think of is the Scissor Sisters song. I don't feel like dancing. You're you're on the right track. You're so yeah. close. <laughs> you want me to tell you? Yeah. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're they no, friends no friends of mine. Divide. Yep. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> okay, here's a much shorter one, okay. so you have you don't have to like take it as many pieces. <laughs> I'm brain work. <laughs> I'm disinclined to speculate that her interests are solely financially motivated, notwithstanding the foregoing. History has demonstrated her aversion to those without means. She a gold digger. Good job. Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. This one's a little harder. Oh, it's a little longer, anyways. Okay. During the pedestrian-like traversal between two mountain ranges cloaked in an aura of the unliving, I engage in a period of self-reflection and come to the invariable, invariable conclusion that there lacks any meaningful substance. This is the natural consequence of expelling firearms and engaging to such a degree of merriment that even my matriarchal birth giver questions my sanity. I think I've got it. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left because I've been... Yeah. Yep, pretty much. I mean, you got... Yeah, that's the song. Um, It's the part where uh, I look... I take a look at my life and realize... Oh, I didn't write it all out. Fuck. Well, there's you got it. Left. So that... But basically that even my mama thinks I'm insane or whatever. Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone, but there I we go. never crossed a man that didn't. I'm a good rapper as well. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> um, couple more. You up for it still? Yeah. Okay. I like it when I get them. Yeah. Well, you've done actually quite good. I, I'm impressed. Thank you. In the event that your emotional state is devoid of any iota of melancholy, and you retain a cognizant awareness of that state. Collide the distal ends of your upper extremities. God. <laughs> Wave your hands in the air. Um, it's um, so a thinking... more simple song than that. Okay. In the event your emotional state is devoid of any iota of melancholy, 
So when you're happy. And you retain a cognizant. Up your hands. Yep. <laughs> nice job. Okay. So these are the two that I wrote. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm probably as good, so I apologize. <laughs> <clears throat> With the flavor of one's labium superius iris, I've become submerged. With the flavor of a venom haven, I've become dependent to one. Are you not cognizant that you're noxious? <laughs> okay, again, I need that one again. With the flavor of one's labium superius iris, I've become submerged. With the flavor of a venom haven, I've become dependent to one. Are you not cognizant that you're noxious? This is like Shakespeare, Kate. Thank you. <laughs> so with the flavor, I mean, when you first said the word that sounds like labia, I thought you were talking about vaginas. Yep. Yep. So think about what's what are what vaginas and another part of our body have in common. <laughs> well, like, so there's parts to our vagina. I'm going to explain anatomy to you real quick. And okay. so there's the vulva, which also is known as the... Vagina? <laughs> we have two of them <laughs> on two different parts of our body. <laughs> What, we have two vulvas? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just another word for a part of our vagina that is like more like more basic, but we also have them on another part of our body. Fanny. Mouth. Lips. <laughs> you got that all on your own. Great job. <laughs> okay, so you figure that out with the flavor of one's lips. <laughs> I've become oh. submerged. So the flavor of one's lips, I'm drowning. Or to when you are submerged, like you're doing a thing. <laughs> dance? Okay, skip that. So with the flavor of one's lips, with the flavor of a venom haven, a venom haven. Mm-hmm. Another word for venom. Poison. Hate another word for haven. I can't think of another fucking word for haven. I can think of this haven holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe haven was a bad word. Um oh God, I'm trying to think of another word for it. With the with the flavor of a venom. Shangri-La. It's like a really nice place that people will like call a place because it's like really beautiful and peaceful. So like a refuge? Yeah, but it's Sanctuary. more... Say that again? Sanctuary. You're getting there, but it's it's like people think of like Hawaii or like really tropical places like a beach people will call beaches that like you know it's kind of like oh I want to go on holiday because it's really like it's like a blank there 
Exotic. Getting there. Keep going. Tropical. Peaceful. Sunny. Mm. Uh, Oasis. You're so close. (laughs) Imagine like laying on, you know, a chair. People are fanning you and feeding you grapes. And you'd say, ah, this is. Bloody lovely. (laughs) Or it is a. Paradise. So with the flavor of a poison paradise, I've become dependent to one. (laughs) Oh, um, fuck poison paradise. Are you not cognizant that you're noxious? (laughs) I don't know. With the taste of your lips, I'm slipping slipping under. Uh, I should have got that. I should have got it. Well, I also recognize that I wrote this and I'm dumb. So (laughs) it was beautifully written. Uh, I've got one more. Do it. This is probably going to be hard, but I know you know the song. Shit. Okay. Choose to have it or not, otherwise pay no mind. Trapped in a mania, this is merely a stage. Alternatively, could this be everlasting? Do you not recognize the excessive speed at which this travels? Rushing vigorously to an extent it will expire. Are you aware? How are you so blind? Become leisurely. Study the cues to understand the direction you're heading in. All right, we're going to have to break this one down. Choose to have it or not, otherwise pay no mind. Genuinely, you should write poems. <laughs> it's really beautiful. No idea what it means. Well, if I can just lovely. rip off people's songs, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> so if you're choosing to have it or not, there's like a common phrase that's kind of goes like that is similar to that. Is there? <laughs> so like if you have it, or not. Or not. You could either... Give it or take it away. <laughs> have it so or you... not have it. Yep. <laughs> like, if it's kind of like, I don't know, man, this is what you get either. Take it or leave it. Yep. Otherwise, pay no mind. Otherwise, pay no mind. Or basically... Don't worry. Give up. Give up. Close. So, but it's not, that's, so take it or leave it or. Throw it away. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> well, because you're kind of there. So maybe if you get the rest of it, I think yeah. you'll figure it out. Trapped in a mania. Trapped, stuck in a nightmare. Uh, Close. Sometimes when pe- when mania is like another word for. Mm. A breakdown? You know, and if someone's having a breakdown, we might say they're... Crazy. So, trapped in a crazy. It's not the, quite the right <laughs> word, but you're close. <laughs> That's another word for trapped. Stuck. Or, like I got blank in a net. Caught. Caught in a... Crazy. Caught in a... Fuck, I've nearly got this one, Kate. Um, Sometimes when people say, oh, it's just a stage. Just a stage she's going through. Parents love to say it about kids. So, caught in a crazy 
this is merely a stage or this is merely a <laughs> okay. Struggling. You want me to tell you? <laughs> no. Caught okay. in a murder. No escape from reality. No. Fuck, no, so. Trapped in a craze is the actual, or caught in a craze is caught the actual. Caught in a craze. And then what I wrote is this is merely a stage. So if you're thinking about like a stage, it's not a permanent thing, it's a phase. Caught in a craze, it's just a phase. Caught in a craze. Could this be everlasting? Oh, will this be around forever? Do you recognize the excessive speed at which this travels? <laughs> <laughs> yep. What song? Stop right now. Thank you. Thank very you very much. much. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> they were really good. Uh, you that's should hard. give it a go sometime. I will try. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next step. I'm doing the lyrics game for you, and I'll do them as well. <laughs> Can't wait to not get any right. Because my brain so doesn't work hard. ever. <laughs> oh, God. That was, that was fun. a lot of brain power. I wonder, because I was told <clears throat> after when people were listening to our last episode and they were like playing along, they were like, I just want to play. And I'm like getting them all wrong or I'm getting them right. And I'm yelling at my whatever <laughs> device I'm listening to this on. <laughs> Great. I love that. I love yeah. to hear it. Yep. Play along at home, guys. Let us know how many you get right. <laughs> yeah. Are you as slow as I am? <laughs> well, when I like, I bet if you were actually reading them too, like if you were maybe next time share the words so yeah. we can read them together, that might, that might be easier because I'm sitting here looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Once you've reached the end, I've forgotten what you said at the beginning. <laughs> So I saw this thing, I think it was on Instagram, where it's a really cool would you rather. Mm-hmm. Is it a would you rather? Uh, I think. Well, it's kind of a would you do this? Okay, so. Yeah, I think it's like if 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 you would take this, this is the consequence, right? Yeah. And would you take it then, right? So. Yeah, so. Okay, go on. Someone came up to you and offered you a hundred million dollars or pounds, whatever you prefer. But the catch is that for the rest of your life, there's a snail following you. <laughs> and if that snail touches you, just for a second, you die. Mm-hmm. Are you taking the money? So I saw this and I, the other caveat is, or like in addition to it, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it something like this, the snail's sole purpose in life yeah. is to it find you. never stop looking for you. And it always knows where you're at. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to hear your, go ahead. I want to hear what you do first. <laughs> <laughs> I'd 100% take the money. Okay. So like, how would you... 
live your life then. Well, I'm a fucking multi-millionaire. I'll just fly to different countries. Snails can't swim. What's it going to do? Do we know that for sure? There are underwater snails, actually. And I Maybe the snail's smart enough to get on a boat. <laughs> but it would take a long time. You can't kill the snail either, right? I think that's another no, thing. Kill the snail. Yeah. So for those. But I mean, yeah, I'd just home. go to Australia for like a few months, and then I'd go somewhere else. Also, you could hire someone to watch out for the snail. You had all that money. I imagine after a few years, it would probably would get pretty tiresome. Um, and you might get a little bit paranoid that there's this fucking snail following you everywhere. <laughs> snail you saw. <laughs> also, how big's the snail? Is it like a little snail? Is it one of those giant African snails? I have, honestly, I prefer it to be a bigger snail because then you can see you can it. see it better, but yeah. I do think it's just an average snail, but mm. don't have enough information. Um, so did, was it like an immediate yes for you or did you think about it? It was pretty immediate because I was like, well, snails are really slow. I could walk away from that fucker pretty fast. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, my snail's here. I gotta, I actually got to go, guys. I got to go, yeah. <laughs> that little thing touches me. That slime's on me. I'm dead. I'm dead. Um, interesting because I did not immediate. In fact, my I think my initial reaction was probably not. Oh, really? And I think it's more like, do I want to live a life? where I'm constantly like looking over my shoulder for this fucking snail. And I love snails. Whenever I come to England, that is like one of my favorite things is to find the snails. The <laughs> walk around. Yes, I fucking love them. They're so cute. And so also like now I have to dread snails. So I thought about that, but I read some of the comments and I was like, okay, that's fair. So the, my decision to ultimately take the money was based on what other people's, one of which is like hire someone to watch the snail. There's nothing that says you can't build a big old like box and like building and keep the snail contained and mm. have it monitored. And then some of the people are like, well, this, so like, it doesn't say you can't prevent the snail from moving. It's just yeah. going to keep trying. Right. Mm. Um, so probably it'll break out and kill whoever. And then you have to do it again. But I just, someone else was like, snails move really slow. So you basically could go somewhere yeah. and live there for a while before it got to you. And you just have someone let you know, snails like going to be about three, there in three days. So it's about time yeah. to move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I then ultimately was like, perhaps I could, I could deal with that. But then I think the, the idea of, like you said, kind of the anxiety and paranoia of this yeah. fucking snail. <laughs> snail man is it worth it? following me <clears throat> my snail somewhere my uh my security team is saying it's in you know i was i just left france they're saying i just got to france <laughs> maybe it'll get eaten <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also it'd be terrifying if you like you saw a different snail just a random normal snail mm -hmm. you're like oh my god is that the snail <laughs> I guess the test would be to try to kill it because if you could kill it, then it's not the snail. Yeah. But if you try and kill it, do you die? Because you're touching it. Hmm. Pay someone else to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Hire a hitman. But I, hitman. I feel like shit every time I step on one in the middle of the night. So do I. Just I like, oh, God. And it's just like the grossest noise and sensation, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Yeah, I made cool. friends with one. His name was Axel. I wonder how he's doing. Oh. Where was he? Is he based? That, uh, right next to uh, Nigel's mother. Oh, really? Mm. You didn't kill Axel, did you? 
I mean, I have stepped on some since I've met him, but I'm convinced it wasn't him. He's too smart for that. <laughs> With the name he, like he probably ended up being the snail trying to kill me, which is yeah, sad. probably yeah. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'll ask you this one. Mm. What's something bizarre you've witnessed that you still can't explain to this day? So I've got a couple. One Tell me them all. was from when I was a youngster. It's kind of more of a ghost story. I have one too. <gasps> Exciting. <laughs> so when I was younger, we used to go on holiday with obviously my family and all my parents' friends and their children as well. Mm-hmm. We tended to do like a yearly holiday where they'd hire a villa somewhere or something like that. And this particular year, they hired a chateau in France. Nice. And I mean, it was a fucking chateau. It was a posh. Um, beautiful, like, with, you know, like the huge drawing rooms and mm-hmm. like a music room with a big grand piano in it. and um, Dungeon with chains. Yeah, <laughs> servants' quarters. Like. <laughs> One of those weird elevators that they use to send food up when you yeah. don't want to come downstairs because you're having your hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was a hotel, so it had like, I think it had like 50 rooms in it. Oh, damn. Um, and three floors. But you guys had the whole shebang? Had the whole shebang. Fuck. What they'd done is they rented this chateau out, but they'd built a modern hotel next door and <laughs> used that as the hotel. Which is very weird because we were like, this place is fucking beautiful. Like, why would you? And then there's this hotel next door premiere in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's kind of what it looked like. And it was like an abandoned pool out the back. Anyway, that's irrelevant. So me and my cousin, we wanted to share a room because we were like young and we're like, oh my God, we can share a room. Let's go and pick one. So Mm -hmm. went upstairs, found one on the top floor that we think was could have been like the honeymoon suite because it was like the whole room was like pink and it had like beautiful pink drapes over the bed mm-hmm. um, and a little ensuite a window looking out the garden Awful lovely little yeah, <laughs> <laughs> swan on the bed petals mm-hmm. everywhere chocolates yeah <laughs> um so yeah we liked that room we picked that room now later on that night we uh, we're trying to get the TV to work in the room, but it wouldn't work. It was just static, which, you know, a bit annoying. Didn't think anything of it. But all the other TVs in the bedrooms worked, apart from that one. But we were like, oh, we've just got a dud room. The signal must be fucked. See, I would have been like, switch me rooms. <laughs> I need yeah. a TV. But oh, like, not, not a priority for you. <laughs> no, not a priority. Um, so that night we went to bed. And we heard coming. It's already giving me goosebumps. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> go, sorry, go on. So we heard this banging from the ensuite, basically. I assumed the window was open and the wind was banging the window. Mm-hmm. So I got up to go and have a look, realized there was no window in the ensuite. I was like, okay. Must just be pipes or something. It's a really old house. It's just just pipes, you know. Mm-hmm. So we ignored it, 
got back into bed, went to go to sleep. I then woke up at about three o'clock in the morning to... And was like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like leant over to try and wake my cousin up. And she was like pale, dead. stiff as a board. Yeah. Oh, she genuinely thought she was dead. <laughs> oh God. Um, could not wake her up. So I did what any normal person would do. I screamed and legged it out the room and went and stayed mm-hmm. in another cousin's room. <laughs> didn't, mm-hmm. didn't get anyone or Peace. try and wake her up. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> I was just terrified do you know what I mean I was like this is and it was so loud Kate it was like Like right next to you at that point someone having their much faster yeah being beaten to death next you know next door well to reframe it was the ghost of a honeymoon couple having a little playful spank (laughs) (laughs) that's all it was but the next day I went in to go and get my stuff because I was like, I'm not fucking staying in that room again. Mm -hmm. Um, And as soon as I walked through the threshold of the door, it was literally like someone punched me in the gut and I was completely winded. Like all the air got pushed out of me. Um, And it was, again, really terrifying. Um, And it was just quite clear that something did not want anyone in that room. Was it like cold? Like, you know how you always hear it's like, ooh, the temperature changed. I don't remember it being cold. Well, I guess getting punched in the gut by a ghost yeah. was probably good enough too. That was that was enough. <laughs> did your cousin who was staying, like, did she I stay? I can't in? remember. I don't, don't think she stayed in there. She didn't remember anything from the night before. She just said mm-hmm. she, she slept through. Mm-hmm. I was like, did you not hear that banging? Like, it was crazy. She was and like, I got no. punched. <laughs> but then, yeah, but other people felt weird going in that room as well did you learn anything about the history no since i've tried to look it up but annoyingly no one can remember the name of the place um so i've tried googling it and looking in the area where it was but i can't seem to find it um but yeah i really want to look into what because what gets me is why did they build a new hotel next door did something happen and then they were like, fuck, this place is haunted as shit. I'm curious. I wonder where, like, where in France do you remember the, like, town? I can't remember now. I did write it all down because I rang my we're mom. We're sleuthing. We're going there. We're yeah. going to find it out. This is the new theme of our podcast. <laughs> I rang my mom. I, like, spoke to her friends that were there as well and hmm. did try and dig into it. But couldn't Crazy. fucking find it. Yeah. It was freaky as fuck. What else do you got? So this one was quite recent. I was driving back home through the country lane. I mean, most lanes are Mm country-ish around here. Mm -hmm. And straight ahead of me, there was like an orange light in the sky, which obviously initially just thought was a plane. Yeah. Was it nighttime? It was nighttime, yeah. And it was was like a, a round ball of orange light. Yeah. Didn't think anything of it initially, but I noticed after going round lots of corners, which take you in various, various, in varying different directions, yeah, (laughs) that this light was still dead ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So it was following the trajectory of my car, whichever way I went, it was always there. 
Gemma, that was the moon. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it didn't stay in the same place. (laughs) Sorry, go on. (laughs) So yeah, whichever way I went, it was always in front of me. So it was like something was flying in the sky, following where my fucking car went. It was really weird. And it freaked me out. Did you, when you got to where you were going, could you still see it? No, it disappeared as I came out of that country lane and went onto the main mm-hmm. road. It was gone. So it's just in that country lane. Were they working on cornfields? Do you guys no. have cornfields? <laughs> we do have cornfields, but there weren't any there. Mm. <gasps> I also have another was... one. I've just thought of another one. Oh, I just saw something out the corner of my eye. That was really freaky. <laughs> Just freak myself out. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. <laughs> Just Keith going, hello. <laughs> oh, I'm really scared now. Hmm. So, again, this was the same fucking road, actually. So there's That road is haunted. Mm, well, this is it. There's a, a road called Alice Bright Lane as you come out of Crowborough. Why? What happened to her? Because... Um, but years ago, apparently, a girl was killed during a storm. So they decided, obviously, to name the lane after her. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, and there's rumours, which I did not know at the time, but there are rumours that on stormy nights, she comes out and <sighs> walks along the lane. I just saw something. She was like, what the fuck? It's just shadow <laughs> outside, but I'm good. <laughs> um... But yeah, so one night I was driving down that lane and it was stormy and something ran across the road, but it wasn't, it's really hard to describe. It wasn't an animal, but it didn't look like a person either. It was like, I don't know, really like a, it was like a big round shape and it looked like it had loads of like shaggy hair. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And like, I even went home and started Googling, like, are there wild boars in the area or like things like that? Because I was like, I've never seen anything like Yeah, (laughs) it was really weird. Um, And then I mentioned it to someone and they were like, oh, was it Alice Bite Lane? I was like, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, apparently it could have been her because people Mm. see her when it's stormy. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Maybe she was very hairy. Well, that's it. Yeah, maybe she was just... (laughs) You know, a bit of a, uh, what do you call it? Very wildling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, creepy. So I feel like I've had like some unusual experiences, but I really only have one that has kind of stuck with me my entire life because I was pretty young when it happened. Okay. Um, I, don't, I can't quite remember the age, but it was like 10 or under and maybe, you know, probably more like seven, eight. Um, mm-hmm. And where I grew up, quiet little town. Um, you know, you run around, play outside with the friends in the neighborhood and yeah. bike ride around and until it's dark. And it was, I was with a kid who was down the street. He's at, who's a little, he was actually a friend of my brother's, but for whatever reason, we were both like bored. So we were hanging out mm-hmm. and we hear a fire truck siren and we realize it's like coming down our street and we see it go by and we're like, Ooh, let's hop on our bikes and follow Because if it's on our street, that means it's going to a house on our street because like they wouldn't have driven down our street to only get back onto the main road to go to a different neighborhood. Right. Mm -hmm. So we hop on our bikes and follow it like immediately because we were with our bikes and we're following it. And all of a sudden this fire truck turns into a driveway and disappears. 
It's just fucking gone. <laughs> it's fucking gone. Like we both had the same auditory and visual hallucination of this fire truck, I guess. And like, oh, fuck. it just fucking disappeared. What? It was bizarre. What? So either we both accidentally ingested some sort of drug. Yeah. <laughs> or had a psychotic break or there's a ghost fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> All of them seem unlikely. <laughs> what the fuck? I think we even like called the fire station. Really? To be like, hi. Was there a fire, fire truck in it? And they're like, kids, go play outside. You're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was so bizarre and it's I've never forgotten it. Weird. And I don't even think I really like I didn't tell my parents really or anybody. I've talked about it since, but I didn't like what I'm like, Mom, I saw a fire truck and it disappeared in the neighbor's house down the way. She's gonna be like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So we just were kinda like, what the fuck? You know, just the two of us and yeah. I wonder if he remembers. I should ask him. I haven't talked yeah, to him. Yeah, I wonder. Because there are such things as shared hallucinations, aren't there? Yeah. Do you think it happens to literal eight and nine year olds? Well, that's who it. Have not experienced drama in any way <laughs> yeah. at that point. Fuck, that's yeah. Freaky. That's the only thing I could immediately think of when I like saw this question. But I bet if I sat and thought about it, I could. I, or I've heard stories. I, I know the people out there. Some of my friends even probably have some of their own kind of. Oh. ghostly weird things you know ask around and see if you can get some or you guys can just write it in yeah and we'll read it Please. <laughs> oh, i love weird stories i mean and we might need to save some of them for when we ultimately do our spooky episode, episode. <laughs> but yeah uh i always like ghost shit has always bothered me and so i'm a little bit thankful that maybe that i haven't really had that experience but yes freaky as fuck all right should we wrap with a am i the asshole yeah am i the asshole you know you are baby yeah that's jazz that's jazz (laughs) (laughs) sure is that's jazz, baby. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my neighbours to get a hotel if they want to do stuff every night? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would get expensive. Would, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I, 43 male, have six mm. children, four daughters mm. and two sons. He's jealous. <laughs> All my daughters share a room and my sons share a room. I'm quite aware that's a bit insane, but they're both quite big rooms and they all enjoy sharing a room. It does say further down in an edit that he shares custody of his children, so they're not always there. Okay. Our house is connected to next door and the neighbor's bedroom is on the same wall as both my kids' rooms. Our neighbors moved in about four months ago and not to be TMI, but I swear they're always doing something. (laughs) I'm not one to be confrontational, so I try to just ignore it. I can sleep through the night fine. But a few days ago, my daughter, female five, I don't know why he had to (laughs) say female five, came into my room at 2am crying, saying she thinks that the neighbours are fighting each other and that they were screaming. (laughs) That's why he said female five. (laughs) 
Mm. Of course I was concerned and told my daughter to stay in my room. I went into hers and lo and behold, they were screaming, but not from fighting. (laughs) At this point, I was irritated. If they want to do it every day, that's their choice. But if they're waking my children up at 2am, I think I have the right to say something. So the next day, I went over to their house and basically told the husband that if he's horny, he can get a motel or shag in the basement. (laughs) He got mad and embarrassed and told me it was none of my business what they did in bed and then slammed the door in my face. I feel like I may have been in the wrong, but they're all, mm. but they're also doing it six feet away from six sleeping children with only a thin wall between. Am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that had he gone over just to be like, "I'm your neighbor. Nice to meet you. Mm. I have a fuck ton of children. I don't know why I have so many children, but I do." Um, and it turns out that your bedroom wall happens to be like sharing the walls to my kids' two rooms. Um, And I just wanted to let you know that they have commented and I have heard you and your wife enjoying each other every time. And so just wanted to let you know that, A, you share a wall with my the rooms of my, the two rooms for my children. Um, they've heard, in fact, I would even share, my daughter actually came over to tell me you guys were fighting and she was really concerned and I realized what was happening because I'm a grown up and have had sex at least six times or however many kids he has. <laughs> uh, and so I, I'm wondering, maybe could you move your bed? Like, could we figure something out here? I just, cause I, I suspect that they would be like, oh shit, we're so sorry. Like, did they know? Did they know that they're sharing a wall with those kids? I mean, I assume they knew he had kids cause they're neighbors. It mm. would be hard not to. Um, but going over there and being like, get a fucking motel. You can't be in your house to do this thing that people oh, do shit, in their houses. In the basement. Like, yeah, that was the wrong way to approach it. So hundred percent asshole. Yep. I agree. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Also, don't be jelly, man. <laughs> Just because they get in and you're not, like, get over it. <laughs> yes, someone said they did get a room. They pay for it, just like you do. And they filled their house with noisy sex, and you filled yours with the results of your noisy sex. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> True. So, yeah, you're the asshole. As you so diplomatically put, Okay, that could be approached in a much fairer, calmer way. Um, and I'm sure they would have been embarrassed and done something about it or put some soundproofing up or... Yeah, or just, just at least tried to be a little quieter. Yeah, being a little quieter. So, well, I'm glad we're in agreement with that because well, if you had agreed <laughs> with them. I just can't stand the noise of people having loud sex. It's so disgusting and it riles me right up, Kate, actually. So I think he was well in his rights to tell them to fuck off to a hotel. If you're going to have dirty, nasty sex like that, go to a dirty, nasty hotel. You should be having missionary sex quietly where you both take showers before and after. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And nobody enjoys it. Okay. Yep. Purely for procreation purposes only, ma'am and sir. (laughs) It should actually be quite painful for both of you, (laughs) physically and emotionally. (laughs) Good, 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 good. Great. Well, on that uh, problem solving and life affirming message. We've done enough for today. (laughs) 
<laughs> Brilliant. Okay, well. Good to see you. And you. Take care and I'll, I'll talk some shit to you next week, probably. Next time. Adios. On the flip side, bitches. Uh, let me pull up my wrap again. Uh, we'll take you on a journey, no limits, no bounds, discussing life's quirks in the world's background. With wit and sarcasm, we'll throw shade and jest, but always keeping it real, we give it our very best. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs>